welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys, welcome back to the Chick Chat podcast. Today I'm joined by Catherine. Hello. Hi. Thanks for joining me today. So um, we're going to jump straight in and I'm going to ask you you to introduce yourself in a second but then we do the intro is normally um god my brain's not working because i have got such brain fog and i'm not feeling well so the beginning is if you've got a tip for the week or if you've got a struggle for the week then let's know what that is in the middle it will be um how are you actually feeling and then we'll end with a win of the week so actually if you introduce yourself first we'll then do what's your struggle of the week or the tip of the week Okay, shall I introduce myself now? Yeah. And then do you want me to like, shall I, just, just my name or like everything? Everything? Who are you? Everything. What do you do? What makes you Catherine? Okay, um, so hello. Uh, my name is Catherine and I, or Catherine Reese, I should say. Um, I am from Belfast and my main job is that I am an actor. That's my training. That's my first love. And I'm also a writer. Um, I love comedy and that's what I specialise in. I'd say specialise, but it's what I'm drawn to, basically. Um, and through that work, I and through my theatre training and working in that area, as a lot of people are probably aware, acting isn't always regular. And so through that work, I've also become a coach in sales and public speaking. And I have also got corporate experience. So I've done a lot of work with um, finance companies in Canary Wharf as well. So quite a varied background, but um, yeah, I would say acting and the kind of creative and coaching sides are what I love the most. Oh, I love that. And okay, we'll come back to some of those in a sec, but what is your, yeah. do you have a struggle for the week or do you have a tip for the week? Mm. I think because I do so many, wear so many different hats, struggle of most weeks is just keeping afloat and making sure that I'm making progress rather than just being busy for the sake of it. Yeah. So, and also resting Yeah. and actually, like actually scheduling in some time and not feeling guilty for not really doing much or not achieving things that you feel like you should have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I guess maybe my tip for the week, I guess it's Black Friday this week, isn't it? And I'm really trying to be intentional about what I need. Yeah. Um, I really need like a new washing machine for my house, but I've been really procrastinating on it. And so I don't need, and so I'm <laughs> I'm like looking at all these sales, like thinking, oh, should I buy this? And I think, I mean, buy it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the balance of, have like enjoy life but also I'm trying to be more conscious around it too around like what I actually need so yeah um I'd say that's my tip about, about just awareness love that do you know what yeah. I think funnily enough my my struggle of the week at the moment is like you said having that time to rest because I came back from England I'm not feeling well and I think even just the fact that it's now getting into winter so it, it's a lot colder here than it was in England and I've noticed that since I've come back I'm sleeping. So I stopped using alarm clocks just over two years ago whenever the pandemic started. So I track like the cycle of how my body feels and I just let it sleep however long it needs to sleep. Um, yesterday, 
like this morning, I must have had nearly 12 hours of sleep and it took Gareth to come in and give me a cup of tea to basically be like, you're asleep way longer than normal. Like, here's a cup of tea and like, you might want to get up and start doing some work. So yeah, mm. I think my struggle at the moment is just allowing my body to just rest when it needs to rest and understanding that, do you know what, this is just, it's winter, it's okay and I'm still getting work done. I'm still going to get what needs to be done, done, but so yeah keep being kind to yourself because like I'm feeling ill on top of it being winter as well yeah yeah I'm feeling similar where I am definitely sleeping a lot more like I'm sleeping in and there's something about I don't know where we've got this from but if I don't get up even if I have a day where I haven't got many pads if I don't get up on a weekday or you're pretty early and have something booked or have something to do whether it's a I'm like a plan to like I went for a little run this morning because I was like right well I have to make the most I have this morning now it's like I, I have to be really conscious about that and because I think we're in winter so naturally we probably our bodies are probably like hibernation mode but we're we're still in that hustle mode or at least feeling yeah. guilty for wanting to hibernate yeah exactly which is crazy as well um but actually so we're going into then what like you wearing different hats on what you do yeah I, I find it so fascinating so we'll start with the acting how did yeah. you get into acting and what got you into yeah. specifically because I think it's very rare like I know that we do hear especially to me in Northern Ireland it's rare that you hear of like female writers that focus on comedy like it's just I, f- I feel like whenever it's women like it's America or somewhere else not not here so how did you get into all yeah. that yeah that's so interesting yeah um so I started acting as a child um my dad's side of the family are all media um so my granny was an actress she was in um a BBC radio series called The Archers and my granddad was also a writer um and a producer yeah. in radio in Birmingham and Scotland and then my uncle works for the BBC in the history side or he was um head of history and the my my dad then moved over to Northern Ireland to work for BBC Northern Ireland so that but my dad wasn't ever um in the acting side of things at all or he was actually very quiet so (laughs) so it's but I think then because I was quite a a shy child my mum thought that I would probably enjoy I enjoyed writing stories a lot I would sit in my room and write stories and I'd won this competition that I'd written a story about a tree um when I was seven and then I won a competition to read it out in the radio so I think my mum was thinking, okay, she probably it might be nice for me to do, but I should probably never realise that this would be, she was setting me on this path. Um, yeah. So I started acting and I started then going to different teachers and doing different shows in Belfast and got into different dance and all sorts of things. Um, and I knew from really young, and I would be quite indecisive as a person, but sometimes, but with this, I was always like 100% set that I was going to go to drama school and that was what I wanted to do. And at that time, there was no drama schools in Ireland. I, oh, I think there was Samuel Beckett in Dublin, but it closed down. So anyway, so I then auditioned for drama schools and went to one in England um, called East 15. Now I'm like skipping through a lot of auditioning <laughs> yeah. for drama schools is an ordeal, is an ordeal um, for me. It's just, it was like at that time they didn't, they now do more regional auditions, which is good, but a lot of them didn't do it. So it was like flights all the time. I remember there was, do you remember there was an ash cloud and like there was a cloud. So I remember like when I was auditioning, that happens would like stop me auditioning for a while and all these, and that was like a freak thing that never happened again. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was, but yeah, I went anyway. So I went to drama school 
in London called East 15. It's not East 17, which people think <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, like stay on, that's that song. It's coming out to Christmas though, so it is a good song. Yeah. Um, and went there for four years. So I did a one-year course and then a three-year. And then I graduated. And um, at the end of, of your training, so I did like a straight acting training. You can do musical theatre and things as well at different schools. But I always knew I wanted to, like, I'm not much of a singer and I don't you know it, it wasn't what I really wanted to do so um I focused on on acting and I've always I feel like people always tell me that I'm a funny person so I think that's kind of where comedy came from and when I was at drama school I I think I thought of myself as I, what I really wanted was to be this like leading lady yeah. but then I found that when I did really small silly parts people that had more impact probably <laughs> because I had more freedom to create out of like a random servant in the background yeah. um so then that was more fun for me to like completely make something up and and yeah those parts I often really enjoyed so um yeah so I left and then we we had a West End showcase which they all do um it's a bit cattle markety cattle market it's like cattle market basically yeah. and um and then I left and yeah I've been working on and off I, I would love to say I've been non-stop working ever since but I don't think it's a reality of an actor and mm -hmm. um, I've worked really really hard to stay in the industry I think a lot of people I know have just it's not for everyone and um, it's really tough sometimes so yeah. um, and then I obviously with the, the writing side of things I always I was encouraged to write at East 15 and I did a one-year course and uh, after that one year, you can choose to audition or and stay if you, and if you if you get accepted or you can choose to go. And for my audition, I wrote my own speech wow. and lied and said it was because you're only meant to audition with things that are published. Yeah. So um, my but my teacher was like, just just make up a name. So it was quite funny because then I would go and audition and people would be like, oh, yes, I've heard of this play. It's like we haven't. It's made up. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like mm, okay so um yeah um that's how I got in and ever since I mean like kind of highlight wise I have done the West End and I've toured India twice wow. um and done commercials which has been nice a nice bit of like traveling and things and um and I was the face of this German recruitment firm for a year that's cool uh, yeah and then done like I think I think I love doing there's a lot of fringe theatre I did as well in London so like a lot of pubs and new writing and then um more recently it's been screened which I've really enjoyed as well in Northern Ireland mostly yeah and yeah. how do you then find because obviously like you've said you've not had the constant work from acting and obviously at the beginning you, you'd said that like you do wear many hats so how do you what made you decide, you know what, I'm going to stick to wearing many hats rather than just focus on just acting? And how have you then found that whole process? That's a good question. I think um, I think if you want to stay in acting, personally, for me, when I was at drama school, and I don't know if they do this now, I don't know if this is the kind of thing that gets thrown around, because this was 2010, when people probably weren't as aware but I remember the word, the phrase being you you either were commercially valuable or you weren't, and so if I was not commercially valuable as an actor, which I was told, wow. which meant 
I couldn't fit in a box. I wasn't going to be the natural choice to be in Poldark or whatever. I wasn't going to be, you couldn't necessarily fit me in one box. Yeah. And Okay, so apologies for those of you that are watching. You've, no, you've probably noticed that I'm now in a different room. So my internet's decided it's going to play up and do its own thing. So we're going to carry on. So I was asking, um, what basically what made you not want to just be like stick to just acting or just one thing mm -hmm. yeah I think um I think you have to be adaptable basically so my plan would always have been I just want to be an actor that's and I you know sometimes if I'm having a bit of a bad day and I'm, I'm like I just want to act I don't want to do any of this yeah. but um I think you need to be adaptable and also, um, for me, in terms of writing, I've always been interested in writing anyway. Yeah. And um, I'm not the kind of person who can wait, just sit and wait for auditions yeah. to come. Because sometimes they come and there's like five in a week. And sometimes it's like tumbleweed for ages. Yeah. So it's like buses. And I think um, you do just need, you need to have your own projects that you are in control of. Um yeah. And that you have, so you, to give you some sense of creativity and control and an idea of what you want to do. Um, and also, I think I was saying before that in drama school, when I was leaving, and on our final year, there was a lot, there was a term bandied around a lot, which was about being commercially valuable, yeah. which means um, whether you fit into a certain box. So whether, and with me, I was told I was not commercially valuable. So whilst yeah. I had a regional accent, um, which made me slightly more interesting, apparently, and yeah. um, that nobody would nobody would really want to work with me because I don't fit into certain. I'm not your typical romantic lead, but I'm also not okay. ugly enough to be this kind of character. But I'm not this enough for you know. So you're always told you're not whatever. Fill in the blank enough. Yeah. Um, and then, um, there's also the people that are would maybe fit into one box, but who are actually really talented at comedy but for example they're they're not being seen for that because yeah. they fit in some box and I think I think the idea was to kind of get you used to the fact that whilst you've been training and learning all these skills that actually you might not use quite a lot of them because the industry will want to box you in into some kind of thing um I actually don't think that's the case that much I think I'd hope things were changing and more interesting choices are being made but that was what we were that was kind of what we were fed in 2010 and you know, so um, so basically, I kind of always thought, okay, if I'm going to try and at least survive in in this and try and make something happen, then I'm going to have to put the work in, and I'm going to have to um make connections myself and yeah. make sure that and and try my best to make work and find opportunities myself and and not just rely on my agent or yeah um you know just hope for the best because it's yeah it's it's tough if you're if you're doing that um yeah I can imagine yeah and then I never really intended on going into the corporate world I think a lot of actors were just I think you know people just have to everyone just has to find something to to do um yeah. whilst you're resting as they say yeah. so uh that was how that kind of came about for me whereas I'd been working with a director and she wanted me to work for free Mm. And I, I just couldn't do it at the time I was in London and I was like I can't do it because I wasn't working on any other jobs I finished yeah. working at school and it was summer and she said well what if I get you this job that's part-time and then you can work 
with me um so that's how that but she kind of referred me on to this company and then I worked there and so that's worked really well but it was never an intention and never even I I kind of got into acting so that I didn't have to do I couldn't ever really I I couldn't imagine myself sitting behind a desk wasn't the kind of thing that I wanted to do but then it's actually really helped me having balance of everything as well so it's also like really in my career doing that yeah, oh, I love that. Do you know what? I'm going to come back into the whole, like, not fitting into one particular type of box because I'm starting to realise yeah. there's, there's definitely a theme with the types of people that I really, like, bond with and just have that connection with, that, that that's the common theme in general. Like, everyone I've had on the podcast so far, and there's a reason why, I've, like, you guys are the people that I've reached out to, Um, it's because we don't, like, all of us don't seem to fit into this box. We've all gone, do you know what? Just because we don't fit into this, like, this one box doesn't mean that we're not going to do what we want to do. But I think that, again, everyone that I've had on, no one gives themselves enough credit for how difficult that can be and, like, how much effort it takes to, first of all, not listen to what the world's saying, but still find that confidence in yourself to do you and find your happiness. Because there'll always be people in your ear saying things like, like, my parents are always like, oh, like, get a secure job. And it's yeah. all completely out of love, and I know it is. But sometimes yeah. I just feel sometimes like, you just don't realise that, like, me getting a proper job, in inverted commas, is, like, that doesn't work for me. I can't do nine to five. I can't sit at a desk. Like, today, like I said, I couldn't sleep. Uh, sorry, I, 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 I was asleep too long. So if that was me doing nine to five, having to wake up to an alarm, having to be in the office at a certain time, would not work. Whereas now I'm like, actually, I've got a few meetings this afternoon and I'm scheduling the day so that it's more afternoon stuff I've got to do because I work in yeah. the evenings. So, um, yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. But right now, yeah. um, th- we're in the middle. And how are you actually doing? Um, Pretty good. Um, So, actually, I'm not sure if I'm answering another question that you were maybe going to ask me another point. But um, it was my birthday at the weekend. Oh, um, the weekend. Thank you. Well, yeah, and usually that, that around this time, it would make me freak out a little bit um about have I achieved enough this year or was I last year and where am I this year yeah or and also for some reason I'm, I'm like well 17 year old me thought by this age I'd have this this and this and it's like yeah. well I mean 17 year old me didn't foresee a global pandemic so I can't <laughs> my life be ruled by that yeah but like these thoughts would usually come in whereas this year it hasn't really happened I've kind of just come and gone and been like yeah that was a nice day okay I'm a different age cool eat a lot of food had some you know it's fine like so yeah um that's so I'm feeling pretty good but yeah as I say I think um I'm good I think I'm still struggling with balance all the time that's a constant thing of I am I moving the needle enough in one area Mm. um am I just treading water in lots of different things or am I actually making um progress in the areas that I really want to be progressing in yeah. and what and I have to have certain things in place in order for me to do that so I know that certain work there is going to be certain work that I have to do yeah. in order for me to like live yeah but then I need to also it's energy it's actually like where I'm allocating my energy really yeah. so that's like constantly where my conflict is yeah um in myself but uh no pretty good to be honest um oh, yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah, I'd say the same. I'm. You know, I came so I came back a couple of days ago, 
And I was laughing because I was saying, so I'm starting to, to think that I might be a bit of an empath. And I was saying that like there are situations I get in where I just end up feeling really like overwhelmed and super, like super, yeah. super drained. And I'm really lucky because I'm so close to my brother. Like my brother is has always been my safe space. And this was the first time that I've been away from Gareth since we started dating where it's like, because now we've been spending more and more time together. It's, mm. It was the first time I was away from him where I was actually just so excited to get home because as much as I love being back home in England and seeing family, mm-hmm. managing that and the business and just life, mm-hmm. because my routine has to change. Every, like, you know what it's like. Yeah. like when yeah. It's it's a completely different kind of life. I'm really lucky in the fact that I get to be a nomad and I get to work from anywhere. But sometimes yeah. I realise how much life that sucks out of me. And I got yeah. home and I was like, I think a part of that is contrib- like why I feel so tired as well is contributed to just the fact of being switched on, like completely on yeah. for like the last week. But yeah. I got back and I had my niece's first birthday. I like I spent this year mm-hmm. seeing her, and there were just loads of things that I'm looking back yeah. on. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm in such a good like headspace that even the things that would normally have bothered me, like you're saying, where you look back at a year and I'm planning things for next year for the business, where I'd be panicking. I'm like, actually, there's still so much to do. Like age yeah. is nothing. Like thinking about kids and settling down, all of those things. I'm now looking at and going, for the first time in my life, I'm not panicking about any of that. And to yeah, get to that's so good. Months, yeah, to get to this point when a few months ago it was just, especially when, like, when I broke up with Sean, everyone was like, oh, but when are you going to settle down? When are you going to have kids? Like all of that outside noise was coming in, making me think that was my problem. And now I'm like, actually, no, I've got my niece. And thank God I get to give her back and be like, love you all. Yeah. I'm off back home yeah. to sleep and do nothing. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I feel that's very And that's why I find so difficult about being like, as soon as I was in my late 20s, and this is actually my my friend Alice and I have written a play about this kind of topic, um, about uh, the fact that like the noise gets so much louder around when you're having a baby, whether you're going to have kids, like around late 20s to early 30s. But I know so, like my mum had me quite late on. I know so many people who have had kids late on. So I've, I've like in the back of my head, I've never I don't know I I obviously would want to have children eventually but it's not like yeah. something that I'm much interested but then you do you are aware of like the body clock so yeah it's like it's really it's really hard like not to buy into that noise but yeah yeah it's so it's so tough when that when that happens so when when people yeah. say that that's happening to them too it, it provokes me because I'm like why like why is it anyone's business but yeah I think it's just constant fear around time running out which is not helpful for anybody <laughs> exactly but there were so many different ways like I was watching I don't know if you've seen from scratch um no. it was, it's on Netflix it is absolutely amazing and spoiler alert if anyone hasn't watched it and I'm not going to give too many spoilers but the whole premise is this man and woman me and they just have a life that things happen and it's stuff that's out of their control and there's one point where they have to look at the fact of how they want to have children and I watched yeah. that and I was like actually that's a very good point because like it doesn't mean that you have to have a child biologically you could choose to go through adoption there are so many different ways that people put it down as oh have a child but I think it's interesting you even saying about um like in your like the people around you have had kids later on in life I think for me a lot of the people have had them earlier on in life because they focused on being a mom and that first and then maybe they went back and looked at the career or they then never went back to the career. Whereas my thing yeah. has always been, I want to have a career and know myself before I bring a child into the world. Because 
there's yeah. I know that I've got trauma and all these other things that I don't want to throw onto my child so I wanted to do it the opposite way so sometimes it freaks me out because I'm like oh but my mum had me when she was what like 27 and she, or yeah I think she was about 27 but anyway by the time she was 30 she'd had two kids my auntie was the same I think my auntie was like 26 27 by the time she had like my cousins so I'm just used to being around people that have had kids yeah. but looking at my brother and my um sister-in-law I love them and like they've made a choice that they're comfortable with but I look at that situation and, so, and I just go I absolutely adore your situation I adore the fact yeah. that you're a niece that I love more than life itself but could I be doing that right now do I want to be doing that right now no and fair yeah. enough, you're young good on you but actually I'm still not ready for that yeah, and I know, and then when I, I would be similar, I would think in a similar way, but then when I've spoken to say, like, my brother, for example, has four kids, and he says, he was like, well, you're never going to be ready, and he had his quite, I'd say, like, 27, 26, but, and a lot of my friends now are, I have children as well, but I also think being in London affected, because I lived in London for 11 years, and I'm recently back in Belfast, and the difference is massive, because um, and there's no right or wrong. It's just yeah. the people that I know in London. I don't know if it's the fact that maybe like just even living there is more expensive and everyone might be there, you know, for a career. I, I don't know there's many different factors. Yeah. But um, kids aren't really, I don't know anybody in London with kids at the moment. Yeah. Any of my friends. Um, I know a few of my friends have recently just got on the property ladder, yeah. which has been in London, which is a huge achievement. Yeah. But, um, a lot of people, you know, have a lot of different, people have different, um, people are changing careers, people yeah. are studying, people are, you know, freelancing and, yeah. you know, traveling. And um, so there's like such a variety. Um, and then I think because Belfast is probably more, achie- well, certainly was more achievable for me to buy here. Yeah. It means yeah, that, um, those goals are easier within reach quicker if you yeah. did if you didn't have kids it's like it's almost I wouldn't want to say easier because I'm sure there's yeah it's not my experience but um it just seems that like maybe yeah it's, I, I don't know if that's what it is but I know that it's easier to get on not easier to get the property are I suppose it's just less expensive maybe yeah here yeah. so I think that, that's how people um so true live, you know yeah um, so I've definitely found that like a lot it's it's yeah just different mindsets yeah so. that's so true but I also find like even just being here and watching the way that I suppose like you've said like I suppose for me Sheffield is different because yes it's busy but it's not as busy as London but when I look at like I put a post out the other day when it was actually my niece's birthday saying it's really funny because what 16 years ago I can't even remember where I was but I met some guy in business and I remember him asking me like oh what do you want to get out of your career and out of life and I was like I literally I want to be able to work for myself I want to choose when I work I want to choose when I have kids I want to have a career a life I want to be in love I want to have a best friend like from back then I knew that I saw the world in just a slightly different way and I wanted to create that world for myself and he was like you do realize you can't have it all and that was 16 years ago and I was like I like I wrote this post on LinkedIn and I was like, it's really funny because my niece's first impression of life is gonna be that for her first year, I did actually have it all because I've made sure that like I was um traveling the time that she was supposed to be born and I made it a point to be home from Abu Dhabi by the time she was being born. She decided to be late, but in between her <laughs> her due date and her actually being born, 
I came back from Abu Dhabi, went to Paris, and then went back to England. So, because I flew from Abu Dhabi to England and then came back home to Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, and then went to, um, yeah, went to Paris, then came back home yeah. and then went back to England. That was in the space of like two, two and a bit weeks. And to me, the fact that I've then been able to spend a year where I've flown back and forth, they came here once, I think, and then they're coming at Christmas. So I think altogether, I've maybe not seen her like three months out of the like the whole year she's been born. Is just yeah. like younger me would not even believe that that's how I've done it. But to me, I'd imagine that that would be me having kids. Whereas now it's like, actually, no, that is me having it all in my way. And she's yeah. my niece. I don't need to have children to do that. But I've proven that actually... You can have it all. So I need to like unlearn some of the things that maybe are still subconsciously in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, it's so true. It has, it's about, um, like, it's it, for some reason, like, I, it's learning what we feel like we've learned is what work is. So you, yeah. that, that, and a lot of it is, you know, and to be fair, like, weirdly, like, my dad, when I was growing up, I watched him. He, he didn't have a regular job mm. in terms of regular hours. Yeah. And he would be traveling a lot and things. So I again, I don't know if that's like influenced me. Where yeah. a lot of people would be like, well, you, if you're doing theater, God, you work in the evenings. And it's like, yeah, great, cool. I love theater. Yeah. Like I don't honestly, I that doesn't bother me. But but there is something sometimes niggling me where I'm like, if I have a day where to myself, I'm like, well, I need to be working. Yeah. So there is something like I, I that that thing about um not having it all actually reminded me as well that I don't know if this is why I'm I'm in my mind somewhere shelved having children for a while not that it's it's not in the it's not in my um plans like yeah me at the moment but obviously I would like that in the future but um I bumped into an actress in London when I just graduated and she's an Irish actress who is a brilliant is brilliant and I'd watched her show um it was at the National and I think somebody I was with knew her and she said, oh, stick it out in London until you're late 30s because that's when everyone, all the other actresses will um, fall off the radar and then you'll get all their work. Um, and I was like, oh, that's such a, sh-. I didn't think that was very, and now that stays in me, I'm like, that's crap advice. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to, like, what if I want to do that? And and also yeah. it's it's now, I think now a day is like, it's different. That was again, maybe 20, to be fair, 2014. So not that long ago, really, oh, yeah. but um there was that and, and so you do internalize these things where I'm like right well I'm either going to have to choose then between whether I want this yeah. and this but actually you can you can do it I think even yeah. if you chose to have family now you you could work it up you know there would hopefully be support network there for you to do it I would hope yeah. as a, for all of us like hopefully but I mean it, I know it'd be tough but um it's just yeah it's mad like when people say things like that to you and you're you kind of carry it around with without really yeah. realizing yeah so true and that's, so how have you then, like, how do you find, obviously, because at the moment, like, you're still writing, like, is there anything, to, actually, because that's, like, we want to promote what you're working on as well. So is there anything <laughs> that you are working on that we should know about or keep a lookout for? Yeah, um, good question. Well, writing-wise, I have, I have a series, I'm working with a company in Manchester who um are brilliant and I've written a, a comedy pilot for them so that's kind of doing the rounds at the moment at different channels and yeah. um, and I'm kind of with writing in terms of screenwriting and the industry side of things I'm I'm I always think okay I'm, I feel like I'm very much a beginner still even though I know what I like I know the work I like and I know what I like to write and I know the work I like to see yeah. but 
it's it's just one of those I, I've kind of written it now and then it's like right well how it's received is kind of out of my control so some it's interesting now that that's out some channels being like that's not risky enough and some saying that's too risky mm. so it's exactly the same thing so it's, it's that kind of again that thing where you're like okay so this might not fit into a box or it's just it's that process really so yeah. that that's happening at the moment and then um I have a short film that I wrote that I'll also be in in January which I'm excited about yeah and I used to do synchronized swimming when I was a teenager oh. and yeah so there's going to be an element of that in it and so it's going to be filmed in a swimming pool so it was meant to be filmed October time but we'll be coming up we'll be now filmed in January just because like the actual um logistics of getting a swimming pool <laughs> is kind of tough um to film but I've got a producer and director and things for that which is amazing and I'm really it. And yeah so um that's something I'm looking forward to in the new year and then I'm doing some work next week for I don't know if I'm allowed to say not that it's mega, mega exclusive it's for like a, a large global corporation <laughs> but this place is it's weird it's well I shouldn't say it's weird it's odd that I suppose acting comes up in these areas where you wouldn't expect. So yeah. the director I worked with is working on this project with them where they are doing a lot of internal educational work for their employees, but they want to do it via comedy sketches. So oh, I'm going to be nice. doing Yeah, yeah. So um and this one is is about cybersecurity. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. And like it's um and then I also filmed, so I was about to say this is the third extraterrestrial character that I filmed in like a year or <laughs> so like, I look like an alien like is somebody just not telling me something but like yeah I've, I've got a lot of alien parts recently and I'm not complaining so that's um nice. yeah weird um people have like these weird niches and maybe I that's my box I don't know aliens but um I'm happy to do it more than happy to do it it's a comedy it's really well written it's comedy and it's yeah. the director of work so very happy and um yeah it should be fun but I, the, the last kind of alien I played was in I filmed um for a BBC it's a CBBC series called Nova Jones and I oh, did that so they filmed series two and season three together so okay. I think they put season two on BBC iPair but not series three yet so I did an episode of that um which yeah so hopefully that'll be good but I it's kind of interesting when you film things you often will film like quite a lot or and then you're never quite sure how much of it will make the cut yeah just storyline and things like that so yeah. I've filmed for it and yeah just doing the audition rounds hopefully hope, hoping that something will land um the good thing is about Northern Ireland is that there's just I love I love the cruise here I think yeah. such a good um place for filming because in general there's so many options for locations in terms of um countryside you're not too far from the sea you've got you know so many different things and studios and then um like that's partly why I'm back in Belfast because the filming work is so good uh so I hope they'll apparently there's some projects coming up next year that I'm hoping I can get seen for at least um yeah so but if not my also my writing partner and I, Alice, um, we are Hatch artists at the Mac in Belfast. So oh, we have that here. Yeah. And they they helped us develop a little bit of our comedy play. So we're yeah. 
continuing behind the scenes when we can because Alice also has her own projects so yeah. um when we can we'll also be working on that together so there's things on the go it's yeah. it's kind of loads yeah just bits on the go yeah so um hopefully it will all come together and <laughs> you'll sure see it, it will but yeah, you know what's um, so exciting as well because as you were talking about the alien bits um G loves anything to do with aliens but then I realized so it made me realize that apparently so do I because I'm obsessed with like Marvel and quite like a few of my favorite movies maybe I focus on them because they've got like a romantic story or there's something in there that's I've picked out but actually turns out I really like alien movies so yeah link everything that like send me everything that you've been working on and everything that you are working yeah, on. yeah we'll keep sharing it because yeah it's just I think like you said like Northern Ireland at the moment is such a special place because even I've noticed that in some of the work I'm getting as an, as a, an influencer like one of the ones I've got in December I'm going to the Game of Thrones um the studio tour They're oh like, cool it's like press an influencer type thing and I was like these are the type of things you see in London because I was freaking out and I was like I miss out on so many opportunities because I'm not back in England because even clients a lot of my stuff that I'm doing is with people based back there whereas now things are starting to pop up here where I'm like actually because this is like th- that'll be their global studio so there'll be people flying across yeah. the world to see this and I get to be one of the first people to show them like what this place oh, is that's like, so cool. yeah so yeah I definitely so agree cool. that NI is definitely the place to watch because there's like you said there's just so much here and so much is going to be going on over the next few years that if you if you if you haven't been here and you've not visited you definitely need to yeah, and I do find the casting directors here, um, for me, more, I don't know, open, I suppose. Not not to completely, um, you know, I haven't, the, the, but in England, I, I think maybe it's just that it's so saturated. And over here it is saturated, but um, yeah, I've just found that the casting, sometimes when I watch things from um casting directors in Northern Ireland and Ireland in general I'm like oh that's interesting or oh yeah. and then so I like the work that they're doing and I think yeah. Ireland's always been a really rich place for writing as well yeah. so um yeah I'm I'm hoping that there's it's only ever going to get more or better and I mean I love I would still go as anyone after would go anywhere to work like I'd, yeah. go, I'd literally would work in Timbuktu if it was I don't know yeah. where that is but you know anywhere <laughs> so um so yeah um so yeah and but I think Northern Ireland is is really good for it and like even next week I've got this um I think I'm going to be getting prosthetics on my face and oh. the same lady that did my the same makeup artist um prosthetics artist um yeah. that did my last alien is doing this one and so i'm really excited because oh. then i get to see her again and she was yeah. really talented yeah. so there's loads of talent here and people are yeah so um i think i've gone off on a tangent but anyway it's yeah lots going on yeah. but actually what I said about um i was going to pick up on the audiences as well because i yeah. think i did this um another thing on not to completely plug on the things i'm doing but oh, i did this going. comedy pilot for bbc iplayer which is called Catholic. It's a, it's on it's on BBC iPlayer at the moment, um, and that took a long time to be released. Yeah. And I think there is some. I know I don't want to caution or I don't I don't know the full ins and outs of it. But sometimes in general, whether it's someone I'm speaking to in theatre or somebody I'm speaking to in the film or TV industry about things coming out in Northern Ireland, there's a caution around Northern Ireland audience. Like, oh, I don't know if the Northern Ireland audience would like that, and it's like. 
I don't understand like the people I know in Northern yeah. Ireland are all really are really funny yeah. really like if anything and also Northern Ireland's been through enough that we can handle a bit of offensive comedy I think exactly but yeah then, I completely agree but then I also think there's like I, yeah so I, I understand in the term of in the sense of uh needing to make sure that audiences are happy but then there's a there's a caution around it as well which I have noticed which I hadn't picked up on in London and yeah. um yeah I'm I'd love to see more boldness in the choices in general because I think a Northern Ireland audience would love it yes yeah, I don't even know what they, what they are but whatever the imagination well, yeah so yeah it's, it's just that's so true because like I'm not like in TV but I've, I've shot like a pilot and I've worked on a few things before where people have got in touch with me and said right we're working on this project we'd love to, for you to be involved it's something to do with TV but it's not picked up here because it is just seen as being a little bit too one way and I'm like yeah but this is like what, if it's England, you'd expect to see something similar yeah. I've actually seen similar shows coming out um that were filmed in in, in, in England and I'm like but that yeah that just doesn't make sense but yeah hopefully people do realize that there, like you've said there are so many people here that are just so open-minded and diversity yeah. starting to grow like you have to push things in some kind of way and there'll always be someone yeah. that doesn't like something for a particular reason but as long as you're not offending people for the sake of offending people then it's completely yeah different. exactly yeah I don't I don't know what it is I don't know if it's still like the religious influence in general of both sides or yeah. what I honestly don't know but most people I know like of what of many ages or yeah would love to see a bit more variety but again yeah. I'd want to I can't speak for the whole of Northern Ireland and I, yeah. I'm not a commissioner so I don't know what the deal is with that but I it's only just like what feedback I've heard in the past few yeah. couple of years with this the Northern Ireland audience and it's like this big scary beast that don't like anything <laughs> and I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is but yeah. um yeah so it's interesting but hopefully yeah hopefully that will as because Northern Ireland is thriving in that so yeah. I'm like I don't understand why we're thriving making all this work but then we're not we're there's a caution around yeah. showing something so that's like where and maybe I just need to educate myself a little bit more on that but that's my experience. I think it'll be interesting to see how things do start to develop to, to develop as well because I think there's so much more creativity on places like like online you look at TikTok Instagram yeah. where people get that freedom and I think the more you start to see people from an eye creating certain things and certain topics I think it's going to hopefully start to open the doors and start to show people that actually yeah some of this is it, it is okay it's people are yeah. leaving this really well yeah for sure hopefully I'd love yeah I'd love to see more and I think when, when things do come through where it is slightly maybe different to what people have seen, it's, it's like it's everyone, it's all anyone's talking about. And you're like, yeah. that's so it's like people get really excited about it. About it and yeah. so you, you, you want it to kind of grow. But yeah, yeah, I hope, yeah that's the thing. We have access to it all now, even with like Netflix and things who you yeah. can't take more risks. Um, so hopefully then that exposes everybody to more stuff in general. But yeah 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 exciting we'll but actually right so we're coming to the end like i've, I've completely overrun because i just i love talking to you and i can't wait to do more yeah, i but, finished uh, i was so happy as well <laughs> this has been great i've had a lovely time oh i'm glad you enjoyed it okay so we're going to end on your win of the week and like, i think you said you'd already touched upon it but yeah end on the win of the week and then we'll say goodbye yeah win of the week is um not analyzing so it was my birthday and yeah again the win of the week would probably not be sitting down and like if I think about where I was last year and last year, I remember my birthday I was panicking about a few things and I was like oh my god what am I going to do and 
is this where I want to be at this age? And yeah. basically my win is that I didn't do that this year and I yeah. just had a nice time and um, I'm not panicked about it at yeah. the moment. So that's my my win. And and this, being on this, is a win. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I think my win is, yeah, just realising that I can have it all. I've proven it to myself, even though I didn't see it myself. And it, like doing things like this, because this definitely is such a passion project. I do I want to put more into it where I'm trying to like grow it more and more. But I think it's every week it's just a reminder for me that I'm surrounded by such amazing and inspiring people. But again, there's just there are so many people out there that I think you can like the whole audience can learn from. But I really enjoy seeing how people kind of react to the the podcasts as well. So yeah, my win at the moment is just the fact that I've picked something to do that's passionate, like I'm passionate about. But it's being received in such a, a great way that, yeah, I think it's just making me think there's so much I can do for 2023 that maybe I'd, I'd limited myself in the past to thinking that it wasn't going to be a thing. So, um, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, even me talking to you in this past few minutes has been really inspiring for me. And so now I'm like, right, this is what I'm doing this afternoon. and I'm yeah. feeling more inspired. Yeah. So it's just like meeting like-minded people who are just like open to so many different things that yeah. so helpful for me. Exactly. And, and- so and just like different people and yeah even just hearing even though we aren't we aren't in exactly the same industry like here yeah. I could chat to you all day yeah same <laughs> so yeah it's great I find it really inspiring oh I love it me too but thank you so much for being on I am going to link everything that you're doing um, obviously the, the links below if people are watching this please subscribe if you are listening to this please make sure that you give us ratings and feedback and ask loads of questions because definitely you are another person that I'd love to get back on just because you've got such varied experience and it's across different sectors that I think there'll be things that we touch upon in the future that are really going to be helpful it's not just going to be the the chat so yeah thank you so much thank you so much it's been such a pleasure thank you oh I'm glad